This is Scratch Your Own Itch, the one show that delivers the conversations that we're afraid to share, but need to. This show is all about creating a life worth living. I'm Logan Tyler Nelson, and I'm your host. So you're going to hear conversations with creators and entrepreneurs talk about what they do, their current and past traumas, how they became who they are, and what they are truly curious about. This is the show where we talk about the things we think about a lot, but need to talk about more. Please take note that this show is not a substitute for actually creating a life worth living, because this show will stir your beliefs, make you question what it means to create a life worth living. So my promise to you is to always give you one question to answer for yourself today, to start turning your dreams into a reality. So before I get this episode with joy, I've had a little bit of, uh, I guess, a rebranding sort of paralysis by analysis. Um, and uh, after the team and I discussed, we were going to go with a new show calling it Turn Your Mess Into Success. And since then... There's been a few bumps along the road. And I, I kind of really want to have you guys come up with a name. Anyone that's listening right now that is a, an avid fan. I've been getting some messages, but I wanna I wanna make a really awesome, awesome decision out of this. There's four names that I'm currently getting as of right now. The first one is Turn Your Mess Into Success, which is what I w- we were going to go with. The next one is Advanced Living. The third one is Up and Coming. And the fourth one is own it so out of those four names again the first one is turn your mess into success the second one was oh gosh what was it i'm gonna look oh there it is uh advanced living the third one was up and coming and the fourth one was own it so if any of those kind of like pop out at you and just go, wow, that's really cool. I'd like to hear more about that stuff. Let me know. Please text me at 815-375-4919. Or you can email me, logan at logantylernelson.com. And this is all in an effort so you can be a part of this podcast too. It shouldn't be just, you know, a talk show where... We just talk and talk and talk, talk at you. But this is a listen show. At least I like to call it as a listen show. The kind of show that truly listens to you and your wants and your needs. Instead of just, you know, that 
for example, that teacher that you had in college that uh, whenever anyone would raise their hand, they would just go on with the lecture. <laughs> or maybe you would come up with a, a potential answer and say it, and they would just obviously listen to reply instead of listening to understand. So maybe that's another podcast name. Listen to understand. So who knows? I would love for you guys to chime in, though. Please don't hesitate. Logan at LoganTylerNelson.com or text me. 815-375-4919. And I will include this in the show notes so you can easily access all this. So without further ado, enjoy my interview with Joy. Hey friends, so I've got an itch today that I really want to scratch because my guest today has a book that helps you answer the biggest question you may ever ask yourself, like really ask yourself, do you love yourself? Like really, think about this question, do you love yourself? And what proof do you have? I'm talking like tangible proof do you have to show to someone that you do love yourself? And maybe you do love yourself when I ask this question, but how many times did you beat yourself up yesterday by not sending out one more email or talking to one more person about a possible sale or maybe stopping your workout a little earlier than planned or feeling like you're a bad parent? The list goes on and on. Someone can say to you, hey, You did your best and you move on your day, but then you still have that little voice inside your head, right? That says, I should have, or I could have, I would have. And I just didn't because I I didn't have the energy or I, I, I didn't, I don't know, I didn't feel like it. I bring up this subject because energy and self love, they go hand in hand, believe it or not. My guest wrote a book called The Naked Truth. Her name is Joy Chang, and I realized when I went through it, I I got a lot of energy, even though the book was not written for me at all. It's more for females, actually, but the energies that I got from it were incredible, and the new side of perspective that I have on life is just even that much better. So if you're wondering who Joy Chang is, well, Joy Chang and I, we're going to we're going to have this awesome conversation about her story and about self-love and if you're scared about loving yourself because it may make you look weak I'm right there with you but if you're really looking for some merit as to who Joy is and if she's qualified enough to discuss this type of work well she totally is because Joy is passionate about helping women love themselves so they can live their best life possible. She believes that when women heal, the best world heals itself, or the world heals. 
Joy is a certified professional coach, author, speaker, mentor, healer, circle facilitator, and a trained yoga teacher. She is the best-selling author of her new book, The Naked Truth, a woman's journey of self-love about her personal journey of self-healing, her her personal journey of healing herself naturally from depression through self-love. And I've been talking a lot, so I want to introduce you to the self-transformation queen herself, Joy. Hey, Joy, how you doing? Thank you so much for coming on Scratch Your Own Itch. Hey, Logan. It's so great to be here. Thanks for having me on your show. Yeah. Oh, uh, it's a pleasure. It's actual, seriously honor for having you on. Uh, I love, love your book. But before we get into your book and um, we talk about your book, I, I just want to get a sense of who you are by asking you um, some quick questions. And, uh, and I think through these questions, we'll definitely dive in deeper into what self-love is. is okay? Sounds good. Let's awesome. Do it. Uh, so, did you have any uh, mentors or parents growing up, and and if so, who were they, and what did they teach you? Yeah. Um, I mean, I you know, I had I had my parents growing up. Um, my dad, I was always really close to him. I was you know pretty much daddy's little girl. Um, and my dad really inspired me. He was always like, always believed in me, always believed I could do anything I wanted. Um, I feel like I was very much like him. Um, he had his own business. Um, you know, that was a dream of his. And so, yeah, I just really always told me, you know, you can do whatever you want. Um, and so that was a huge, I mean, he was definitely a huge inspiration, you know, in my life. Um, and I would say I was actually in the Big Brother Big Sister program when I was a child, which is a mentoring program for kids. Um, my parents went through a divorce, you know, when I was like between eight and ten, and so I think it was really helpful for me and my brother to be in that program because, you know, my parents they did, did their best, but it's really hard to be there for your children when you're going through something like that as well yourself, right? So to have another adult role model that can be there and spend time with you and take you out and do things and just give you sort of a break from what's going on in your life and with your family. And, um, you know, she's still in my life today and she's always just, um, a really positive person and someone that always has loved and cared about me and, um, always, you know, make sure that she makes me feel that way. She'll like send me cards and things in the mail and just like tea bags. Cause, um, you know, we both like tea and, just sweet, thoughtful things like that. Um, she's just been a, definitely a positive influence in my life as well. Oh, really cool. Really cool. We, I just, we think, I think it's so important to have those people in our life that just show us how to do things right. Or sometimes even wrong in that matter, you know, like, um, just sometimes we need, uh, that mentor to just kind of show us the way because gosh, life is hard. Um, and I know it's been a long road for you, so I, I kind of want to get into that too. Uh, the trauma that you went through that kind of uh, gave birth to the idea of actually writing this book and going through it. Um, so if if you don't mind mm-hmm. sharing, you know, what kind of led up to the, that story and, and around it? Sure, yeah. Um so I, you know, went through a, a really dark period in my 20s. Um, I was really depressed and, you know, even had suicidal thoughts. Um, I had trouble getting out of bed. 
you know, I would walk to, um, I remember go going to my job and I would park my car and then walk across this bridge. And I would just, you know, sometimes I'd be walking across this bridge and I would think to myself, you know, I wonder what would happen if I jumped off this bridge. And, you know, it was really, it was a really confusing time and a really difficult time because, you know, nothing seemed on the outside like it was missing in my life. You know, my life on the outside looked like things were good. You know, I had a good job. I had a good family and friends that cared about me and, you know, a boyfriend. And, um, you know, I had, had grown up, you know, a very loving family, middle class. And, you know, of course, there were some challenges like my parents' divorce, for example, that wasn't really the easiest thing to navigate. Um, There's a lot of arguing that I witnessed um, and just the challenge of feeling like your life was kind of split into two. But, um, you know, but they, they, you know, gave me a good education and I got to go to good college and, you know, all of that. And, um, and so, you know, at the time it was really difficult and, you know, people would say, well, just like be happy. And, you know, and I tried, but I just, I, and I would do yoga and meditation and things like that and work out and, you know, and, 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 and never really like, I still felt like really depressed, you know, and so, and none of it really seemed to work. Um, and then I, well, I was in, a, I found myself in an abusive relationship, um, an emotionally abusive relationship. So it was at that point that I realized that I didn't love myself, you know, because I thought, well, if I did love myself, I wouldn't be continually in the situation. We were together on and off for four and a half years. And, um, and so I, I realized that, you know, I needed to learn to love myself. Um, and then I needed to end that relationship. And so that's what I did. I ended the relationship um, for good. And then I decided, okay, I'm going to learn how to love myself. And I'm going to learn being okay being single because I had had this pattern of like staying in these long term relationships um, and really not being happy, but being afraid of being alone, um, which goes back to some like childhood abandonment stuff. But, um, you know, so then I realized that, okay, I just need to learn to be single and be happy being single. Um, and then the universe started bringing, you know, things to me to support me in my decision to love myself. Um, so I found different, you know, Facebook groups, like practices, the things that I share in my book um, that really helped me. And um, also my spirituality and also like realizing that I'm a healer and that I believe we all have these healing gifts um, that also helped me to learn to love myself. And, you know, both of those things, like living my pur purpose and loving myself, I believe that those two things um, helped me heal myself, you know, from the depression and the suicidal thoughts. Um, I didn't take any medication. I didn't go through therapy. And, you know, those can be helpful for people. I'm not saying there's that there's anything wrong with it, but I just, you know, for me, I didn't, it wasn't my journey. And I hope through sharing my story that I could inspire other people to know that there is another way that if you don't want to go through that path that, you know, perhaps this is a path that you could take as well. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Um, thank you for sharing that story, by the way. I have to acknowledge it. But secondly, it, it really, I, I'm just super curious about beliefs lately. Um, because like you, uh, I also had suicidal thoughts and, um, I, I went and tried it and, uh, I lived through it, but the way to get myself better to, to, to not do it again, to not have suicidal thoughts, but still have negative thoughts, but not have suicidal thoughts was a, a shift in beliefs and a shift in who I was. And uh, a shift in different thoughts that did come into my head and actually proving them wrong right away has helped me a lot. And so I want to ask you, like, what are some belief systems or practices in your book that you think 
right away uh, if someone tried out, like after this interview, they would have an immense amount of change in their life or at least their day. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah, definitely. And that's for me, that was a huge thing, you know, shifting my beliefs as well. Um, And that's something that is a continual practice, right? It's never like, okay, well, we're done. You know, we've shifted all of our beliefs and we'll never have those limiting beliefs again. Right. So it's an ongoing practice. Um, But yeah, for sure. Um, So what I, one of the practices that I share in my book, which is really powerful and it will, if you implement this challenge or this practice in your life after this interview, it could definitely, you know, make your like a huge difference in your life, you know, even change your life. So, um, so the, the practice is where you take a disempowering belief. So I had a couple beliefs that were putting conditions on my happiness. Um, I had beliefs around like being single and around being married. And I had this belief that, you know, if I got married, that I'd be happier. And that if I was single, that I'd be miserable. Um, and so I started questioning those beliefs, you know, I said, well, how do I know that if I get married, then I'm going to be happier? I mean, there, I'm sure there's a lot of married people that are unhappy. I mean, there's a, you know, 50% divorce rate in the country, right? So it's like, you know, unfortunately, I'm sure there are people out there that are married that are not happy. Um, and then I said, also, how do I know that being single will make me miserable? You know, I said, what if being single was the best thing that I ever did? Um, so you can basically take any disempowering belief that you have and, you know, say, how do I know? And then like turn that belief around. Right. Um, and just by asking that question, it really opens up space for possibility. You know, it's like, we tend to think of things in sort of black and white, that things only have like two options, but really we live in a world of infinite possibilities. And so there's never just like two choices, you know? Um, and so that really um, did shift my belief and, and made me like that gave me the courage to end that relationship to say, you know what, like maybe being single will be the best thing I ever did, you know, and it definitely was. And um, yeah. Wow. Really, really cool. I love that. Um, the main thing I want to point out is the disempowering. That word that you said, the disempowering beliefs is so important. Like the, the taking away of your belief and then, and then actually right away asking the quality questions that lead to a quality of life to me is like really important is asking the right questions rather than having the right answers all the time. Uh, because sometimes like I know mm-hmm. for, uh, I'm sorry to interrupt. Uh, if you got something to say, do it, go for it. <laughs> oh no, I didn't have anything. <laughs> um, well, no, I yeah. was just going to say like, honestly, I think it's so cool that uh, just speaking one's truth uh, often helps heal so much. So in your case, was writing more about your truth very helpful um, just in, in recovering and, and feeling better and less less down about not being in a relationship? Or did you just go out there and, and take up a new activity? Like what was it that you actually poured yourself into after um, deciding that you don't really care about being with someone right now? Well, like I said, so, you know, I started focusing on loving myself um, and I had made a decision that if, you know, I wasn't going to get into another relationship unless I really just wanted to get to know that person, you know, because I had, you know, in the past maybe had like, well, I wasn't really happy with where I lived. And so I was finding, trying to find someone so that I had a better place to like stay or, you know, like other reasons than really getting to know that person. So I said, okay, like the only reason that I'm going to get into a relationship with somebody is if I just want to get to know them. Um, and so then I just focused on myself and I focused on loving myself. Um, 
And, you know, it actually didn't honestly take very long before I started dating another guy, um, like a few weeks. But like that energy that I went into it, I think really made a difference, you know, because I wasn't coming from like a fear space of like, I don't want to be alone. And therefore, I'm going to kind of like latch on to the first person, you know, that I find, but that it was really coming from a space of there's nothing that is lacking in myself or in my life now, and that I just want to know this person better. And from that space, like that was, you know, the relationship that we had was so different, I feel like, than my past relationships. So. Hey, Logan Tyler Nelson here. I would so appreciate it if you took some time to hit the subscribe button. I really want to just honestly live and give. Why? Because I was told when I was young that if you're feeling down, the best way to feel better is by lifting someone up again. So in an effort to make someone feel less alone, please hit the subscribe button so the podcast has a better chance of being found and making someone feel less alone. And if you're feeling down, hey, it can help you. Know that by hitting that subscribe button, you just did someone a huge favor. So thank you for hitting that subscribe button. Wow. Oh, gosh. So I guess I was more so asking like what you started to do with your time now that you weren't um, going out and dating as much. So you got a more of a full day, right? Um, so like, what do you do during your day now to just make sure that you can take care of yourself? Yeah. So, I mean, for me, you know, um, exercise, like staying like healthy in my body is really important to me. And so I, you know, do my best to eat healthy and to work out every day. Um, I do yoga like at least three times a week. I love yoga. Um, you know, cause it's not just a physical thing, but it's mental, emotional. Um, you know, meditation is also something that, you know, is important for me to do. Um, try to do that every day as well. Um, yeah. And then, I mean, spending time in nature, that's something that, you know, it's, be more difficult in the winter but of course living in san diego i guess we don't have a lot of excuses either so um, i'm very fortunate to live here where you know it's like 70 something today and so we just you know do our best to get out in nature as well um yeah so things like that and sunset like sunset's a big thing for me taking time to watch the sunset nice i like that watching the sunset that it's got to give you just a real peace inside of yourself and just go, wow, this life, it's pretty awesome just to sit here. Because we're just like, yeah. we're just like in go, go, go action all the time. So it'll take time. It sounds like you're very much a person who was go, go, go all the time and now just started to slow things down. And uh, that really, that really mm-hmm. has helped, huh? Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, having my own business, you know, of course, there's like moments where you got to push, but you also have that flexibility to, you know, set your own schedule, right? And so I do my best to make a point of like really staying balanced and not just like working really hard and then letting my health go or relationships or, you know, other things, right? So, um, yeah, so I really try my best to keep a balanced life and um, I mean, that's one thing, especially when it comes to health that my dad taught me was that, you know, you're, if you don't have your health, he used to say, if you don't have your health, you don't have anything else. And I think that is so true. Like, it's the thing that is so easy for us to forget about when we're healthy until we get sick. 
Um, and, but it's true. It's like, if we're not healthy, then, you know, if you get sick, like you can't work and you, you know, are not there for your family and for your, you know, loved ones. And, um, and so it's something that is really important. Yeah. Uh, so true. Um, <laughs> I've, I've got to ask you, you, you seem to focus very much on women and, and women having self-love and your book is definitely geared towards um, teaching women how to be more themselves and to tap into their own truth. And I wonder, wh why didn't you open it up to men as well? So I was going to say that actually my book, I mean, I, I thought it was geared towards women as well, but I've had quite a few guys, you know, say that they have read it and they found a lot of value in it. And I do think that, you know, self-love is something that is, a, you know, universal thing, right? Like that we all need more self-love in our lives. And so um, I do think that if you're a, a guy listening to this, like you can definitely get value out of reading my book. Um, and because a lot of the things are things that, you know, I think anybody can relate to, um, you know, there's things about relationships and, you know, divorce, like I said, about my parents and death, um, you know, things that are pretty universal topics, right? So um, I definitely think that you can get something out of it if you're a guy. So I, I wouldn't not go and read my book because it's geared towards women. Um, but I think for me, like, you know, obviously I know what it's like to be a woman. And so I, you know, tend to focus on working with women just because I can really understand like, you know, what it's like to be a woman and help them, um, you know, navigate life as a woman. And yeah, so that's, that's, the, that's the reason basically, but I don't, um, have nothing against men. You know, I definitely think that, um, you know, I've had really, I mean, I've learned so much about my self-love through my relationships romantically. And so, um, there's quite a bit about that in my journey. That's awesome. I, I just, I just had to ask because I, I also think it gives an opportunity to open up to more people. And I understand like, uh, I'm going through the book writing process myself and really what I found, like when people ever ask me like, who are you writing for? And who, what is this book going to do for someone after they read it? And, and I think like for me personally, and I'd love to ask you the same question is like when I asked myself that question is I was just writing, I'm just writing this book for myself, my past self to get through my, uh, my current self, you know, cause it's like, like you were saying earlier, you're never done with these practices. Like they're an ongoing thing. So you need to have some sort of tangible thing inside of your hand to look back at or to listen to when it's an audio book to go, Oh, this is what I need today. I need to do this practice or, Oh, this is what, what my negative thought was doing to me today. And this is what I need to move through. So um, I guess the main question is mm -hmm. like, who or were you writing this book for when you were in your writing process? Yeah. So I was writing the book for anyone that would be where I was. Right. So um, my editor said to write my book to like an avatar to have somebody in mind. And I said, you know, I think the person that, would be most helpful for me would be, you know, who I was, you know, like you said, kind of like the, my past self. Um, but anybody that is where I was, so that's who I was writing it for. And, and, you know, those times when I felt like, I don't know if I can do this, like this is so difficult, you know, like, you know, you might, you might have this experience right now. I know when I started, it just felt like this huge thing, right? Like, how do I write a book? Like, where do I even begin to tell my story? 
And I definitely had moments where I wanted to give up or I didn't think I could do it. And that's where, you know, I had my support of like women from my mastermind group I was in and one specific woman, you know, I had reached out to them and said, Hey, I'm really struggling right now. And this one woman's like, you can do this. I know you can do it. You're inspiring me. And then in that moment, I'm like, okay, fine. Like, fuck. Like I was like, I, that's what I live to do is to inspire people. So I was like, all right, I can do this. Right. And so it really, like, she helped me so much just in that one message to let me know, like, you know, you're inspiring me and I know you can do this and to help me to keep going. Um, but yeah, it's like every time that I, you know, was wondering if I could do it, I just kept reminding myself, there's people out there that are where I was that need this message that need to hear my story to, to know that they're not alone you know, because when we're in that space, when we're, you know, in such a dark space that we are really thinking about killing ourselves, like a lot of times one of my practices is about reaching out for support, but that is not the easiest thing to do when you're in that space, right? Because you might think like, well, I don't want to burden people or, you know, maybe no one really, I don't really have anybody that would help me or want to help me or nobody really cares or, you know, all of those things that we can think in our heads. And that aren't true, but in those moments, it feels like it may be true, right? And so, um, you know, my hope is that if you're in that space, that maybe you'll just, you know, be able to find my book and just read my book and that'll make a difference for you. Because I've heard stories where people literally like, you know, are about to kill themselves and then a book falls down from their shelf, you know, and they read this book and they decide not to kill themselves. Like that's how powerful our stories are. And, um, and I told myself that if I just change one person's life, you know, through writing my book, that it would be worth it, you know, and I said, even if that one person is me, and I definitely feel like it, you know, changed my life, like reading, writing my book, you know, it helped me heal on a, a deeper level than I've already done. And I know it's changed other people's lives as well. So yeah, it's already like been an amazing gift for myself and for the world, I believe. That's awesome. That's really cool. I'm most jazzed right now about how like your belief system actually changed in itself because of that woman just being like, Hey, you, you inspired me. Like you really had the thought going into it that you're like, how am I going to do this? I don't know how I'm going to do this. And then actually like switching gears completely and actually having a, a book inside of your hands. Um, but I kind of, I kind of want to like, give you another opportunity to make someone feel a little less alone. And um, that is by asking you, what are you struggling with now? Like, what is like really the big struggle? Hmm, yeah, that's a good question. Um, well, I think that for me, it's... Um, I mean, I'm getting ready to do a tour right now to go like across the world and just share my story. And so, you know, it's bringing up a lot of fear around like, I don't know, just like what's going to happen, like if anything bad will happen to me when I'm traveling or um, like, how am I going to like make this work? Like kind of the logistics around it, you know, like if I'm going to other countries, like are people going to do people know English there? Are they going to, because I don't really know any other languages. And so there's a lot of stuff coming up around like that. Um, and so I'm just, you know, working on, and leaning into the trust and having faith that it's all going to work out. And that, you know, just reminding myself that there are people out there who really need my message and my story. And um, so that's, that would definitely be one of the things that I'm navigating through right now. And yeah. Yeah, I just don't, um, uh, 
I, I get, I, I guess I really needed to ask that question just because, yeah, things seem great right now. Awesome. I have a book out there, like read my book, but like we still have problems and, and it's not like your life's awesome sucks. It's just, we get to choose the problems that we, I think adopt in life. Like you're now choosing this awesome problem of having the opportunity to go share your book now that it's written, but now you go, Oh God, there's a lot of logistics that go involved and I haven't gone on this new journey. And it's just, the fact is we're all not getting out of here alive. And I know that's morbid to say, Mm -hmm. but, um, gosh, like what, what do you think is that one question that you ask yourself when you are almost completely, uh, drained and almost like you just want to give up. I know for me is like, I, I just ask myself like, Hey, are you going to die if you actually try this out? And if the answer is, is yes, then I want to do it more because I know that I need to lean into it. And, and, um, I know that it'll, it'll be kind mm-hmm. of more life changing in that way. So yeah. Do you, do you ask yourself any questions like that? Yeah, I think for me, it's like, how am I going to feel if I don't do this? You know, Um, because I had even in the book writing process, you know, my my boyfriend during the time was saying, you know, well, you don't have to like, you don't have to write this book. And I was like, no, but I actually do. (laughs) Right. It's like, but if I like, I actually do need to write this because like, if I didn't do it, like, how am I going to feel? Right. Um, and so that's the question that I ask myself is how am I going to feel if I don't? That is solid. I love that question. That is so amazing to hear. Uh, I think it's amazing to hear because honestly, it's a lot better than my question. (laughs) Um, no, I think your question is great too. I mean, (laughs) it's, yeah, thank you. Whatever works for you. Right. Yes. (laughs) And but now you have a, you have another question to ask yourself, right? So now you got a, two questions at least. Yeah, I gotta scratch my own itch with that. I gotta ask myself two questions. Oh gosh, Ugh. Um, no. The, I think the um, finally just accepting that you have to ask these sort of questions is part of taking the action. And I think a lot of us, um, and I, I'm throwing myself in the mix too. A lot of us, uh, we go oh, the idea is so fun. And then you have the idea and then when you start actually doing it, it's way, way different. And so just um, asking ourselves, you know, those questions of like, what would I feel if I really didn't do this thing? I think, um, and sometimes Mm -hmm. just writing about that, like if if your book is something that you really want to do, like, heck, you can just write a chapter on that. Did you, so I want to kind of get into um, business stuff though real quick is when you actually wrote your book, how did you go out and actually get the book read by more people? Did you use social media? Did you use, um, sponsorships? Uh, what was your, what was your kind of tactic? Hey friends. So let me ask you real quick. Are you someone who's trying to get more visibility? who's trying to be in front of the crowd, well, if that's you, I want to let you know that, first of all, you're not alone. Second of all, if you want to get on more podcasts or ones that actually scratch your own itch, meaning maybe you have a book or a business, 
Or maybe you do speaking. Or if you don't yet do speaking, maybe you can. And maybe you'd love to. Well, I put something together for you. And in this little giveaway, I'm going to show you how to pitch yourself or podcast and how to actually be professional when you show up so you can be the next authority in your niche. So you can start scratching your own itch. I know what it's like to build something, create something, and then there just be crickets. No one wants that. You need to be seen. You need to be heard because you have a message to share. A message that is worthy of hearing. Podcasts nowadays, more than ever, are being consumed by people. And guess who's actually learning the knowledge that's being shared? It's podcast listeners. It gives you a license to be an authority in whatever area you really dream of being an authority in. So if this at all starts to give you a little itch to scratch, just email logan at logantylernelson.com. Again, that's logan at logantylernelson.com. So um, basically, I mean, mainly social media, I did a Amazon, you know, campaign. Um, and I also did a in-person book launch party, um, which was the same week. So that was a little crazy. <laughs> um, it wasn't, I didn't really think it through in a way, but I don't know that I would do it any different if I uh, did it again. But um, yeah, because I, I decided that I wanted to have my book launch on my birthday, my in-person book launch, because I figured, you know, why not? Like, and then I, I kind of just put the Kindle in there as well because I was like, you know what, why don't I just combine it and then, you know, let people know like, hey, if you want to support me like on my birthday, you know, buy a copy of my book. And um, and I think that, you know, it worked out well. I mean, I was able to get bestseller status and, um, you know, which, you know, just being in the top 10 can give you bestseller status. And so it was just it was amazing, like just in the support that I've gotten and um, you know, my book launch event was my first real event that I've led myself. And, and um, it was so incredible. I had this intention that I was going to be fully supported, that I would have like people around me that would help me. And, you know, because it's a lot to put on an event. I mean, it was only a two hour event, but a lot of hours went into that two hours. And of course, I, it almost felt like, you know, when you have a wedding and you're like, you plan for long months and months and then the day comes and it's over in the blink of an eye. It's kind of like that, you know, and it went by so fast. Um, but it was amazing because I did get that support. And then I realized I didn't even realize it until later because I was in this women's circle and I went to my circle the next week or the day after I think it was. And, and one of the women said, like, you know, that's what you intended on. Right. That's what you called in was like the support. And I was like, you know what, you're right. Like, I forgot that that's what I intended because even though it was my intention, I think there was a part of me that wasn't sure if I would actually be able to receive that. But it was so beautiful. I had eight women that, I mean, like literally before I could even say something, like everything got done, I'd be like, oh, maybe this needs to happen. And then it just, it had already gotten taken care of. And I've never felt like so supported where I could just show up and do what I needed to do and share my story and you know, just do my piece and, and everyone else did their things. And it just, the day and the event flowed so smoothly and the cleanup was, I mean, I literally, the only thing I did was like carry like a couple things to my car, like everything got picked up and carried. I mean, it was just the most amazing thing ever. And 
yeah. And so, and I also realized in that moment when I was standing there sharing my story with my microphone, that it was like this confirmation that that's what I'm here to do, you know, that I'm here to speak and share my story and something that absolutely terrifies me. Like I literally get like, you know, my heart races and like, you know, feel hot and like all these like physiological symptoms, like public speaking, like absolutely terrifies me. And yet I also realized that that's what I'm here to do. And so um, it was just an amazing experience to have that, that experience of realizing like, like I felt when I was holding that microphone, like this is like, I've been doing this for lifetimes. Like, I don't know if you believe in past lives, but I just had this, like, this is what I've been doing and this is what I'm here to do. Um, and it was such a beautiful experience. So I kind of got away from your question a bit, but um, yeah, I would say social media and, and doing some in-person events as well. No, that was answered perfectly. Thank you so much. Um, I really love the way you answered it because uh, it demonstrated that if you forget your why, sometimes it, it becomes harder. Really, it does. Like, um, you get all like you get more anxiety and then you get more anxious and I'm just saying like oh if you keep remembering why it just totally goes away but it does help so much like I know for me personally speaking from personal experience whenever I forget uh, forgot um, why I was doing a, a show for a play because I used to be an actor and I you know I would stand out there alone for 15 20 minutes and it was just all on me where I lined for the next 15 minutes. I had to remember why the heck I was there. Otherwise, I didn't have any motivation to go out there. I didn't feel like doing it. You know, I was anxious. I had other stuff to do. Like it, once you do that, it's really easy to fall into the um, the sort of uh, I guess uh, pitfall that a lot of us fall into, and that is to uh, fall into the this doesn't even matter. It doesn't matter at all. But it matters so much. Like even your feelings, though. Um, I don't know if you could uh, comment on this. When you finally got on stage, what was also different than thinking about how it was going to go? Like, right. did any feelings, um, like everything subsided, right? Well, I mean, of course, like at first I was still nervous, um, but I actually had a lot of fun, which I know it might sound crazy, but I was like, wow, like I actually had fun, <laughs> you know, like speaking and sharing. Like I, like I was so nervous about it that I didn't even think about it being fun. I was just like, I hope I don't mess up or, you know, whatever, right? Like it was, uh, the thoughts that we have about, yeah, no, not wanting to embarrass ourselves or something, but um, it was it was a lot of fun. And so I was really glad that I was able to like, relax and, and have fun with it. And, you know, and, and of course I heard is, from other people in the audience too, that it really touched them. And even like, I saw this one woman crying and I, I thought like, Oh no, like, I wonder if she's okay. But it was, I mean, it was just, you know, she was really touched by what I was sharing. And so, yeah. Wow. Wow. You got someone to cry. That's, <laughs> that's awesome. Yep. That's, that's, that's awesome. That's some uh, what I call awesome full moment. And sometimes it just is like, no, oh, I can't believe I'm a part of this. Like, I didn't mean to do that, but I did mean to do that at the same time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but uh, hey, I just want to ask you a couple more questions. Um, nothing too heavy. Just as far as like the first thing that pops in your mind, it's what I call scratching the surface curiosity questions. Mm -hmm. And uh, just uh, just questions about 
the things that I believe in versus what you believe in. And, and just, uh, yeah, we'll knock it out whenever you're ready. All right. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. Um, so the first thing I'd like to ask is if you could be one person for one month, who would it be and why? Well, the first person that comes to mind is Oprah. <laughs> She's a big role model of mine. Um, and I think because, I don't know, I just want to like – see what it would be like to live her life and to, um, you know, have the influence and the impact that she's had in people's lives. And, um, I mean, she, you know, is just such an inspiration and what she's been able to achieve in her life. And, um, I love that. I mean, just really, she started a platform for people, right. And just to, um, to talk about different issues and, um, yeah, she's actually mentioned in my book and I am, my intention is to one day be able to like meet her and maybe get an endorsement from her, even get her on my podcast. So yeah, so that would be someone I would say would be, I would love to spend a, a month living her life and seeing what it's like to be her. That's so cool. That's amazing. I believe it'll happen. I yeah. totally believe it'll happen for you. Um, the next thing I want to ask is, uh, if people started to do X, Y, Z, so fill in the blank, the craziest thing would happen to them. People started to do X, Y, Z. Um, well, the first thing that comes to mind is believe in themselves. You know, we really, the power of our minds are so powerful that if we, if people started believing themselves, crazy stuff would happen for sure. Like anything is possible when we believe that we can do anything. Hey, are you a coach or an author or a speaker? If this is you, then I want you to check out conveyor.com. It's a micro learning platform in which you can create courses, challenges, and assessments and polls. Gather data or maybe make a course out of your incredible authority and thought leadership that you serve your peoples so if you're someone who is saying things over and over again and you find yourself going wow okay well i wish i could systematize this or create a course out of it conveyor.com allows you to send text messages to people every single day with a little question or assessment or maybe a new test that they can use to learn a certain subject. So check out conveyor.com. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, I'm going to add on to that really quick. I think just even more so doing the thing, the one thing right after that, if you do believe in it, just taking one step towards that. So that's my next question is, what thing, what little thing do you do every single day? Like tiny, tiny thing that you think allows you to get into focus, to get in a flow state, to get in that zone where you need to finally do something that's not in your comfort level at all, but you need to do it. You know, you need to do it. I I mean, I just take a breath and, and say, okay, you know, like take a deep breath and then, and then just do it, you know, just send that email or write that post, you know, I mean, just like the other day, I 
wrote a post about my tour and asking for support, you know, from people. And like in less than 12 hours, I got someone message me saying that, you know, his wife is from Peru, which is one of the places that is on my list to go. And so, and, and he said that she has a brother who, you know, speaks pretty good English. And so it's like, okay, I've already got, and then actually like, that was like two days ago. And then yesterday I got another person from Peru and someone from New Zealand. And so it's just been like amazing. Like, and honestly, it felt like it was really scary for me to put that out there. Cause I was thinking, well, what if nobody responds? And, and then, you know, what if I don't end up going, I'm going to look stupid or, you know, and, but I realized that, you know, we can't like receive support if we're not willing to put ourselves out there. Right. And that people want us, you know, we all want to help each other. Right. And so, um, so that was another reminder for me of like, okay, I just, when I put myself out there, then I allow myself to be supported. So that's awesome. Ah, oh, I love it. Yeah. I want to, I, I want to talk to you for a lot longer, but unfortunately, ah, uh, we got to put it to rest, but I made this podcast because why I want people to listen to these guests and actually become friends with them. So, yeah, so if you heard anything Facebook, that um, Joy said today or Joy myself Chang, said today, so Instagram it, tweet about it, Facebook about um, it. You know, I'm also on Twitter and on LinkedIn, but Facebook is where I It's a lot easier to believe in it when you see then, it like yeah, on a if page. You want to find it, out more it's just about amazing what happens work, to you. you can go to so if people want to connect with you, though, as a friend, Joy, how can they find you? authority or expertise in their area and they don't want to take another year or year and a half to write a book and wait until that's published I think the best way is right now is to start a podcast so if you're at all interested in starting a podcast if you meet the certain requirements I would love to help you with a podcast and also get a website going for you as well and this is not an easy task it's hard to actually get it done and get it out there so Every now and then we need some help, and I'm here for you. So please reach me at Logan at LoganTylerNelson.com if you're interested at all. And don't ever forget, you matter and you're enough.